you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how's your weekend? It was fine. I had a work trip, so... Mm-hmm. When I get back from trips, I typically just want to chill, mm-hmm. um, sleep, mm-hmm. and just kind of feel normal again. <laughs> I'm not ready for work tomorrow, mm-hmm. but... I feel like the weekend went by fast. It always does. Yeah. But Ooh, excuse next me. weekend is long weekend. Next weekend is my birthday weekend. Yes. Turn up. Mm-hmm. So it's like at least we have something to look forward to, and at least this week is not a full week. No, it's a four so. day week. Mm-hmm. And we're going skiing. Yes. For my birthday. We're so be on the slopes, and it actually, it was warm tonight. I don't know if the temperature's supposed to go down again, but today I like left out the house with my coat on. I was like, oh, I don't even need this thick coat. No, but. it was probably like fifty five degrees today. Yeah. Which I mean. It was definitely a rainy weekend, so I mean, if I wanted to do anything, the rain was going to deter me. <laughs> right. Because it was raining pretty hard. Right. That was all. I, I kind of chilled this weekend, too. Um, I took my braids out. We went to the movies Friday, but other than that, I kind of just relaxed around the house, and I did some cleaning, much-needed cleaning in my room, um, and yeah, I kind of just relaxed. I didn't do anything exciting or anything at all this weekend actually yeah it's pretty boring <laughs> well all right then <laughs> i slept a lot this weekend though and I that's did too. all right i needed that yeah so moving right along what's popping in media not much folks uh-huh. we're gonna keep it brief <laughs> um Follow up, you know, Kylie and Travis had their baby. Yeah, they dropped the video right after we recorded last weekend. And you know what? It was a cute video. It was. It was cute. It was. Um, Her name is Stormy Webster. Mm Mm-hmm. So, is it the craziest name? No. Mm -mm. Is it like Jasmine? No. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, it's not like Chicago. I don't. That name's a little bit more like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) Right. That's more, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say normal, but normal. Story, normal-ish. Yeah. Um, swiping. Another follow-up with Monique. Like, they never end. Well, she is just, like, wants it very clear. So, she was just pointing out some of the comments that were made by uh, Will Packer, Gary Owen, Roland Martin, and saying that basically she knows they're trying to do this whole, you know, this whole rhetoric of her being like nasty mm-hmm. when she's on um, site for a movie. Yeah. So then, because she said that she knew that this was coming somehow. <laughs> so in her last movie on production, they must have did um, like interviews with some of the staff. staff. Yeah. So she showed a few of probably her husband asking, you know, how was how was it work with Monique? How was she 
with production and stuff like that. And basically, of course, they're saying, you know, she's so sweet. She's so <laughs> lovely. She's so this. Mm-hmm. It definitely, this is definitely getting weird. <laughs> because I say that because I don't feel like none of this is going to help. I don't think this, this helps. That's what I'm saying. I don't think this you is You ain't getting a Netflix deal at this point. Well, I don't think it's helpful. And now it is. I'm trying to figure out. So what are we doing now? Are yeah, we, like what's the goal? At first you realize about, no one's boycotting Netflix. But at first it was about, I think, talking, having that conversation. Once again, it was a valid conversation. But now it has, shift, right. it has shifted. Now it's not about equal pay. And, right. And, and, you know, now it's just about her that. proving. Now it's just about her proving that. She is a nice person when she's on movie movie sets. I mean, right. I don't know. It's just taking a turn where I'm like, you're losing us, money. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to do now. Yeah. And the whole videos of, like, staff and production, it was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> it just seems weird. Mm-hmm. It just seems weird. Yeah. So then next, I just wanted to talk about, hold on, guys. Oh, the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. So, congrats to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They won. Yep. Halftime performance. Piss poor. Wasn't his best. <laughs> I'll be frank. It was piss poor. It wasn't his best. I've seen better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like my mother said, that's what happens when you're not first choice in the first place. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I was like, touche, Carlo. Yeah. And I have not listened to his album yet. And I'm going to. Well, but I heard it. That it wasn't like, yeah, it was not getting good reviews, which is why he didn't really do music from it. Um, he tried to do like, but typically artists don't though, because when you look at Super Bowl performances, a lot of them do do a range of all their popular hits. But they do at least one new song on the album that they just released. Because like know. when Beyonce performed, she dropped the video that day and performed that song. Okay, but I look at Lady Gaga and she did like just dance. Well, I don't paparazzi. know any of her new music, so. <laughs> well, I'm a Lady Gaga fan, so I'm saying it's not, it's not. To me, it's not different to do like a summary of your popular hits. That's well, all yeah, I'm I I think that's normal too, but usually they end with a new song. No, I still don't agree, but I think that was his best bet. What he did. <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on. Literally, I think that's all I got. Oh, one thing I'm interested in is that Gucci Man got a movie deal off his book. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people said his book was really good. I bought it. Mm-hmm. I have not read it. Okay. So I do need to do that, but I'm catching up on some another book mm-hmm. that I want to finish. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll write up a book review when I finish that one. Yeah. But, but a lot of people did say it was good, but then I had people to say that it didn't sound like him, which is like, well, what I mean, mean, he had an editor. I mean, he had a ghostwriter. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, that, that and that's one of my comments about Tiffany Haddish's book. That book sound like she wrote it. Like, you can tell she wrote it because it sounds like she was writing her do- diary and put it in a book. So, like, it sounds like she spit that out. But most celebrity books don't sound exactly how they speak because, of course, they hire somebody to edit have for a them. Or to yeah. Yeah. That's story. normally how they do so it. So I don't feel like Tiffany I mean, Haddish probably just didn't have the money to do get somebody to do that yet. No, she probably still had editors and such and she might have had a ghostwriter. But 
I think people need to understand that a ghostwriter or even co-author, it still is Gucci Man because it's his life. The the person who helped Gucci Man couldn't have just written that stuff. Yeah, he had to get it. It could have been whatever they wanted to be. At the end of the day, if it's his book, and he approved it, at let's the be end clear. Of the day. He liked the voice <laughs> and the message. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. And then I want to talk about Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so trash. <laughs> oh, so, and then it's like, you know, it's annoying that I don't like because we, I think everyone realizes some sneak attack update. <laughs> it wasn't where like you could update it like all the other times. It's like they forced you, like just one day you got on Snapchat and was like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't like it. It's just. I'm gonna be on Instagram, Snapchat. I'm gonna start switching over. Cause well, I, feel I was like, just about to say that I noticed more people using Insta Snap, even though Insta Snap was like when it first came, people was like, like "F dumb. no, right, y'all get on my right. nerves, trying to steal everything." However, but now <laughs> they're going too far. So first of all, they have it mixed in with ads, and ads, and the stories, those news or people, their yeah. stories. Which is probably a way for the companies and businesses who are purchasing to feel like their stuff is being... And get more impressions. Right. However, you're just going to make people not use it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, Snapchat has been losing money Mm -hmm. anyway. I was about to say, I wonder if their stock price dropped even more after the update. I mean, I think... Because they was already... There's definitely a balance between, obviously, you got to pay your bills, mm-hmm. but you got to listen to your consumer, your person. Right. And there's a balance that Snapchat, because of the way it's set up, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of hard to have balance. Mm-hmm. Like with Instagram, when it's pictures and having an ad thrown in, that's not as harsh. It's not as like... Could you just keep scrolling? Could you scroll? And sometimes you'll look at it and you'll keep scrolling. So, I mean, you know what I mean? But even on Insta Snap, when I'm watching those snaps, the ad pops up. I, I just minimize it right away. So, I mean, that's what I do on Snapchat and on But they're doing more now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like it's just... At first, it was like that. Because I was about to say, it was ad, about just about... You know, it was between, equal before. Yeah. But they took it a step further by now yeah. mashing all those, like, basically paid stories. Yeah. And with the people you follow, kind of, once again, forcing you to watch it. Right. And then, to me, the way it's set up is, like, you just better... It's easier to just, either to me, not snap at all mm-hmm. or to be on Instagram snap. I would just... Because I just looked at it and I... Re- Finally figured out what the change everybody was talking about. I would just go to their friends on the left. Because, I mean, I only look at certain people's snaps when I feel like it anyways. So, I would just go to my friends on the left and search for those people's names. And then watch their snaps and then get off. Because well, I don't really I think snap. that's the best bet, too. But, like, I don't like it at all. So, I haven't been on it as much because I'm just like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know Snapchat. Well, you know what's funny? Because... Like, every time Instagram gets an update, people are like, but what we want is Instagram in chronological order. For real. <laughs> and so, it's like, and they, Instagram ain't never going to listen. I mean, I hope they do, but that's one thing. But they, that, for me, even if the, the not being in order, because that is very annoying. Yeah. They haven't gotten too far where I'm like, forget it. Right. This update is like, when there's so many other ways to do it now, mm-hmm. <coughs> where I can do it. <coughs> Excuse me. I can Snapchat on Instagram. I can mm-hmm. Snapchat on Facebook. For There's real. so many other ways now where it's like, you know what, Snapchat? 
There's like two other profiles, two other platforms I can do the same thing on. They got face filters and all. Oh, they do now? So it's kind of like, to me, it's like, I think the reason why, to an extent, we can still deal with Instagram is because nothing is like Instagram. Not quite yet. Yeah, no. They've done other things, but it's still Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snap can't do but too much more, and I feel like they're just going in the wrong direction. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I wonder so. how long it's going to last. Or if people are just going to get used to it. Like, Maybe people will get used to it, but I think I'm going to just start switching to Instagram Snap. <laughs> if I really feel like I want to like snap something, mm-hmm. then maybe I just need to go to do Instagram Snap. Because mm-hmm. the regular Snap, it's not snapping. <laughs> not for me, at least. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only one who's like... Yeah, I've, I've seen like tons what, of what people are, what, complaining about it. What are we doing it. here? And why are we doing it? Yeah. So, TV. Yes. This is us. We had two episodes. I watched both. Mm-hmm. And it was sad. Like, even though you knew he died, mm-hmm. watching it was still like, dang, he died. Right, right. Um, we knew it was going to be something about that dad on dog. We, I said it, but I we said he was going that. after that dog, and I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you saw, like, on the, the second new one, she's like, I don't even want to And know. I knew she was going to do that stupid thing. And her mother's like, okay. I don't like, no, no. you keep you that dog. Because your daddy dies for, for that dog. Your life. And when this dog dies, you're going to get it stuffed. <laughs> and you're going to keep it with you at all times. I, she did the right thing by saying, you know, do whatever. But I feel like I don't like, no, you're going to keep that dog. You're going to keep this dog. And you're going to love this dog until it's dead. And when it's dead, we're going to stuff this dog. And it's gonna be with you everywhere you and go. And you gonna cuddle with this dog. And I don't care. <laughs> okay? That would have been yeah. my response. Yeah. However, though I wanna blame her. It's not cause it's, he did, he got mementos so it's Yeah, he like, got other stuff too. And then plus at the end of the day, as much as he always tried to please her, he still needed to learn how to tell her no. And if in any instance, that's the time where he should have been like, no. But I mean, but my other thing is if he went in and got the dog and came straight out, the smoke might not would have got him. Yeah. He was in there getting, getting other, other stuff. Yeah. Books and tapes and picture frames. Yeah. The whole combination of like what Mandy Moore said at the end of the day. He was a grown man. He made a choice. Yeah. yeah. It is true. But it is easy to to be like you and that stupid this dog. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think Mandy Moore, Kate, her that character, not Kate, uh, What's the dang blessing mother's name? I don't know. Mandy Moore's character. <laughs> great acting in both episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah How she, yeah. you could tell that she was holding it in. Mm-hmm. But she was just just trying to, like, mm-hmm. get through. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. And I think the power of This Is Us is just so interesting. Because um, one of the cast members of Grey's Anatomy, she, like, jokingly was online saying... I know how I could have saved him, like, in the hospital. I'm just like, this show got everybody watching. Like, it's just a really good show. So, And just... the second episode, mm-hmm. that flash forward, Cause I'm like, blew my mind. I said, we doing that now? <laughs> now we flashing forward now? We flashing. I'm not going to be able to handle 
look at. We flash it backward. We're present. We're in the future. We all thought that was the new foster kid. Mm-hmm. We all thought that. Then and Randall I was actually happy because I was like, oh, he didn't get in a boy. Right. Then Randall come in to pick up uh, his daughter. What? <laughs> For lunch. What? Just like he what? said he would. That's so cute. Though. So I'm like, so now I'm excited because I mm-hmm. feel like another dimension. Yeah. We'll still have moments where they go back because you have to think. Because now they about to go into the dad's in the past, younger life when he was in the military. But in the past, we still didn't deal with the kids you know, when they go to college in the early 20s. Right. They're setting up the show to really have so many This show's going to last forever. But because <laughs> it's like, just like you said, you got the parents when they were younger. They've mm-hmm. done glimmers, but not hardcore. Right. Then you have the kids from the time when the dad, the dad has died mm-hmm. onward that we have not seen. Because they've seen even them. said they've been alive longer than they had their dad. So that's so still we, that's so all, many years in between. So like, we haven't seen them graduate high school yet. Right. They go to college. I know Randall goes to school. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin gets married. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that nope. yet. Nope. And so now we're also going into the future. So it's like, to me, this show could be set up in a way where it could run for a long time without yeah. it getting old. Oh, yeah. 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 Because there's so many different touch points. And I think, no shade to Shonda, but I think that's kind of what the problem was with like scandal because it's like it's set up where it's like okay you get a case you handle it you get a case. but it's just like how many different well it's not like that anymore. and it's not like that anymore and then it's like well you can only be the president for so long and your family members aren't going to keep being and like it's just like it gets exhausting well i think i mean i think they could have done things to elongate the show mm-hmm what happened was they was doing the cases and then it stopped and it just focused on the main Their characters lives. To elongate it, you could have thrown in a case in there every now and then. Because now they're about to have the crossover episode. Right, but this is also just their last season. But I also think it's just best to, you know, end the show when it's still good. Yeah. So it doesn't get canceled when it don't get stupid. Right. And I saw, you know, How to Get Away with Murder prepped for that crossover episode, which yeah. I yeah. think will be interesting. Yeah, I do think I'll Olivia be on Scandal has come down off the crazy train, it seems, okay. for now. Okay. And it's getting... One of these days I'm going to, like, catch up. <laughs> it's getting back to normal Olivia status. Mm-hmm. So I think the crossover is going to be old school Gladiator Olivia where she's, like, solving a problem or whatever. Right. In the past, she's been the power crazed one. Yeah. So, yeah. it should be cool. Still very curious about this West. What's his involvement now with the moms? Like, what in the world is is that her? Is that her brother? Look, is that incest? Because that's swear, what I was about. That's what to I'm thinking say. at this point. I'm like, did she? Because now you got brother? an incest baby. Because now, but it's, it's like, not her fault because she didn't know. But now it's like the mother now knows him, so it's like <sighs> that how family do y'all know is him? What did y'all put him in her? I mean, it. I think everyone's just like, okay, what is this West connection? Honestly. But that's why I still think that West is alive. That might just be a glimmer of hope that I still have for I West. I think a little bit. But I still think that like he's alive, and they're gonna—they're not gonna say it until like the last episode of the season, like they always do. That's stupid. But well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But that was—I was like, okay, this is going someplace, <laughs> right? Um, and that was it. All I felt like I needed are to you talk caught about. up on Married at First Sight? Not 
whatever episode came on last week. Okay, no. never mind. I'll hold off then. No, let's just talk about it. Because I feel like <laughs> nothing's changed. My, my position on people are pretty solid. Well, the black couple is just so frustrating. And I I want one of these seasons, the black couple, to make it. They I never really, make it. I really, really do. They never make the, it. They never make it. Let's be clear. For my, if I'm remembering correctly, no person, couple of color has made it. No, no. Not even Hispanic couples have made it. Unless... Only well, well that one girl, she was kind of. I was just about to say because they have they a still got married. show where it's like from married at first sight. They were married and now they have a kid. I don't know if the wife is something, but she might be. But they they the one girl who had like the brownish red hair. Mm-hmm. She was Hispanic and they mm-hmm. stayed married. Yeah, so maybe I think it was like her. three couples that stayed married. But the first none of them was black. Like no. let's just put it that way. And it's frustrating. <laughs> well. I mean... But I don't know if they did a good... I think that, in my opinion, that this black couple pairing wasn't the best. I don't think... I really think he didn't really... He wasn't prepared. He wasn't really trying to do this. Because I feel like she was... She has been a lot more open Mm -hmm. and trying to be flexible. And sometimes overbearing. However, it's like... sometimes she's she's very extra. Yeah, but she... You you can can tell tell she wants it. from a good place. Yeah, you can tell that she wants this. Being sometimes just mean. Yeah. Just his tone is just very... And I feel like you don't really want to get married. To me, it's just like you're not... And I get the feeling that also he might be different off camera. Because a lot of what he says sometimes is, I'm a teacher. We're on TV. And I think that the being filmed thing may be a part of it. Which I'm like, well, that's what you signed up for. Like, what what did you think this was going to be? So, I don't know. If you're not going to do it... And be yourself, and there's no point in doing it. Cause you're just gonna hurt another person. But you're wasting your own time. time. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna just have to do it. And right. I feel like he wasn't ready for no dang lesson marriage. Yeah. I don't. Nothing he has said or done to me. Right. Made me feel like he was truly wanting to get married. I think yeah. maybe he was tired of dating, but yeah. not dating. Tired of dating and wanting marriage are two different things here. Right, right. Two different levels of responsibility. Because he's just not into it at So they're all. not going to work. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I hope so, but... Because like, even in the previews, there's like a glimmer of, oh, but then it always goes backwards, like, oh, never mind. Well, I mean, you have to think sometimes when couples... At the reunion thing, you say we'll stay married. They end up getting divorced later. Anyways, yeah. But I understand the wanting and being like, all right, let's just try it. Because yeah. it's only been five, six weeks. Yeah. And so I, I think, think they decided it difficult. Weeks. It could be difficult even at the finale to be like, no. Because it's like you still don't know each other. So you may want to continue to be married for a little bit longer. Yeah, because I remember one of the couples, the woman didn't want to stay married at the finale but the guy did and then i think like they did a reunion episode a couple weeks later and she was like she wanted to change her mind and give it another chance i'm just like you have to because she said but she said watching the episodes back she realized how she wasn't being open or she didn't try enough and how like he was and all this other stuff and so it made her want to try again i think they tried again i'm not sure if they ended up together or not but I guess for her actually seeing what she was doing and being horrified at how mean she was treating the guy um, made her see, well, that's what I do wrong in relationships. Well, I guess doesn't that just bring us to the topic? Yes. <laughs> well, we, we got to touch on our question of the day one moment. 
Um, so our of the week, rather. Our question of the week was, um, what is one black invention that you can't live without? Um, and so we got an array of different answers. Ryan M. Stowe said Jack Daniels whiskey. Um, the big DM said himself. Um, and Reese, the, Reese P. said um, her cell phone. So do you have anyone that you couldn't live without? No. Mm. I didn't do my research on this question, folks. Oh, uh, okay. But all the stuff that black people invented. <laughs> you couldn't live without any of it. Oh, mm-hmm. and then Beloved and Unbowed said the traffic light. Most most of us would not be living if it weren't for the traffic light. Thank you, Garrett Morgan. Um I'm going to rock with the cell phone um, with Reese Peace because, I mean, I think the cell phone helps with a lot of advances. And I just, you know, keep my cell phone with me everywhere that I go. So that was going to be my answer anyway. So I'm rocking with her answer. So to get into our topic of the week, we wanted to discuss self-sabotage in relationships and how people self-sabotage in their relationships and why um, they self-sabotage in their relationships. So, like Shanae was saying, um, as a part of Married at First Sight, I think as evidence in the show, a lot of what they do sometimes is they get in relationships when they and then they still have behaviors of what they did before they were in relationships. And it doesn't necessarily... Um, encourage what they want in a relationship if that makes sense so it's like you want someone to be open and honest and all these other things but you're not necessarily doing that so why would that make the other person want to be anyways you get what i'm saying kind of so like for example with um the black couple since we're talking (coughs) about them the the guy as an individual he seems like a happy, playful kind of person. But it seems like every time she tries to be somewhat affectionate or playful with him, even as much as, like, giving him a hug or, because they don't sleep in the same bed, jumping on... That is very weird. Well, I hated that he was sleeping on the floor, but... That's a whole... <laughs> but even as far as her, like, jumping on the bed with him to mess with him... He was just like, no, seriously, no, seriously. And it's just like, he seems like he wants this kind of friendliness because he just keeps saying that he wants to be friends first. But it's like, you're not even accepting what a friend would do or like you're not accepting her playfulness as a friend because she understands that, yes, okay, you don't want to sleep in the same bed yet, whatever, but she's still trying to be playful in spite of the stipulations that he's put on the relationship. And he's still, like, pushing her away. And I just want somebody to call him out and be like, look, dude, you're not helping the situation. If y'all break up, it's pretty much going to be your fault. <laughs> so what are some ways that you've seen self-sabotage in relationships? Well, I wouldn't consider what he's doing self-sabotage. You don't think so? No. Oh, I did. <clears throat> I think um, if if he's just not comfortable, he's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And his pace could just be really snail. And so if their pace don't match up, that could just be a reason why I won't work out. I don't always necessarily think 
that's self-sabotage though. Mm-hmm. I feel like self-sabotage is I don't I don't I'm not saying you have to know you're doing it. I think there's Oh actually, yeah. there's power in knowing when you're doing it. Yeah. But I think it's when like you generally it's like when you actually when you like the person mm-hmm. and you want to be involved, mm-hmm. but you like put boundaries so that you can't make connection. And so sometimes with that guy in particular, mm-hmm. I don't always see it as self sabotage. I think he's so. I think I'm trying to explain this. I think he's so focused on this thought of she's my wife and I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Invert. Instead of just being like, being, let me just be her friend. Because right. he's not. Right, right. I don't I don't think some of his behavior is self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. I think some of it is just him. Mm-hmm. And I just think, like you said earlier, I don't really see how they were a good match. Yeah. But maybe it's supposed to be opposites. Maybe because she's so open and she could be silly and fun and loud, maybe that's why they thought they would provide balance for each other. Mm-hmm. But it's just not coming to fruition right now. Because the experts, when they said that they matched them, a lot of the reasoning they said they matched them is because of their family background. As in they both come from big families families, and they were like the caretakers. And they are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they like the idea of family. Right, right. And stuff like that. Right. So I get that. Right. But that don't necessarily mean it's going to be a good relationship. But personality wise, it may have been to provide balance. Maybe Mm -hmm. he gives her a little bit more um, um, for security mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her for him could be something else. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in regards to them, I'm not him. I can only talk about myself. So self sabotage. I really can only talk about things that I've done. Mm-hmm. And like for one, you just avoid. You just kind of avoid stuff. So for me, like if I feel like I could like someone, and the fear kind of takes over. Mm-hmm. I'll just be super distant. That's a way to self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. You can be so distant that it'll turn the other person off and that they don't really want to deal with you. So are you doing it intentionally or unintentionally? I mean, at times I think it can be both. I mean, mm-hmm. half the time I don't think people realize they're sabotaging themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you and you're and then if you know and you're actively doing it, I mean, part of me think that's worse. I do too. That's what I was going to say. There's one thing when you really didn't realize it in the moment, mm-hmm. but if you actively know you're doing it, then it, and at that point it's kind of like, then maybe you just need to be single and give yourself more time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're doing it intentionally, it's like, just be honest with the person because now you're just torturing them for real. Well, I'll just say, then you don't need to be dating. That's mm-hmm. I just feel like if, if you feel like you have to put in barriers, mm-hmm. to me that just... To me, that's a sign of maybe you're not ready for whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something casual, maybe you're just not ready for that. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with being like, I realize I'm probably not at this point yet. Mm-hmm. Instead of being, I don't know, I just feel like it's just extra. Because if you're not really feeling it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or your fear is taking over and it's not, you're at a place where you can't fight it or you're at a place where, you know, this is how you cope. Right. Then I feel like maybe you should spend some more time alone so you can figure out how to better cope it mm-hmm. so that you aren't self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. I still do it, so <laughs> I can't say. But you think the reason that most people do it is because of fear? No, I didn't say that. I said I do it because of fear. I don't, I can't. I This type of topic, <laughs> I really can't tell you why people do this. Okay. Because I can't. 
because I do it myself. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't say most people do it for that reason. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a big factor for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Fear. Mm-hmm. No one wants to get hurt. Right. No one wants to waste their time. Right. We all have a past. Mm-hmm. And some things in your past could trigger you to self-sabotage in the future. That's true. You know? I mean, that's for me. This is the episode where I can't give my advice. <laughs> I really can't. I don't know. I still do it. I, don't, I really don't know. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to think of ways that I self-sabotage, if I even self-sabotage. I feel like you have an example, but no, or you're. Really. Oh, I thought you was about to. I mean, I feel like I haven't been in a relationship with you, so I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? We're in a relationship now. Like, but <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard that from anyone you dated? Mm-mm. That I've sabotaged it. No. I think you're open. I think sometimes you're too open, but <laughs> that's just relative to me and my own experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you're a hardcore giver, and I think you could probably ease back a little bit right or just give it relationship more time before you give as much hmm. does that make sense like yeah be you but maybe let the relationship develop a little bit more before i before put you let the floodgates open because mm-hmm. you're a very kind person you're very giving mm-hmm. and you'll go out of your way and as much as like you want to hope that people will do right when someone gets a person like that. That's right. not always the case. Right. So I don't really feel like you self-sabotage in that regard. Yeah. Not the way I would. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I think maybe the only way I have self-sabotaged is maybe just like being unsure and going back and forth. Because it's like, mm, I don't know if I like you, but I still want to talk to you. And going back and forth. Is that self-sabotage? Why are you making that face? How's going back and forth? Because it's like, oh, well, yeah, let's go on a date. And then it's like, oh, well, I don't really want to date you. Then it's like, oh, but I still want to text you and talk to you. That's going back and forth to me. But how is that self-sabotage? I said, is that an example? I was asking. Oh, <laughs> I feel like, no, I just feel like you just want to be their friend. Right. To me, I consider that playing games. I don't consider that self-sabotage. Now, you do do that a lot. Okay, yeah. You mm-hmm. can just be like, I, I I enjoy spending time with you, but not on like a romantic level. Could we be friends? But like, you don't know how to tell nobody. I'm not going to say you don't know how, but like in the past, mm-hmm. it's been more difficult for you to like say that to somebody. Yeah. Because you, you're so concerned with their feelings. That's true. But in yeah. actuality, you kind of, giving them a vibe that you're still intrigued with them mm-hmm. in a way that you're not <clears throat> isn't really helping either. Well, I don't... Well, I guess. I'm Because I'm trying to guess. I'm like, well, what's the difference in the vibe between texting a friend and texting somebody that you're getting to know? That's for you young kids to figure <laughs> out. Because I already, I've already said before, like, I hate the term talking. I hate mm. that. It's about intent. Right, and I hate when people act like they don't know what the intent was. Mm-hmm. If you're you met somebody off of Tinder, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, the intent wasn't just platonic friendship. Right. Period. Right. Yeah. It's the intent. If you go out to a bar and a guy asks you for his 
you know, he asks you for your number. Nine of ten, it's not for platonic nature. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking to him and you're getting to know him in the midst of it, you feel like, oh, he'd be a dope friend, but I'm not sure if I want to date him. Mm-hmm. You can say that. Right. But you having feelings of, you know, I don't know if I like him. I'm not sure if I would. I know that he's a nice guy and I want to keep talking, but I don't want to date him. Mm-hmm. But you kind of still dating him. That's playing games mm-hmm. to me. Well, see, the only reason I see it differently is because it's not like you're going, or for me, it's not like I'm going out on dates with them. So I don't think that I'm still dating them. I just think that I'm still conversing with them. But it's about the intent of how it, how you guys started. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, this is why I think a lot of relationships these days are so, there's such this level of confusion. People mm-hmm. don't know what the hell they're doing because. Mm-hmm. There's so many different versions of it. Your right. version of talking towards somebody else is someone different, which is why I hate the term. It's like we're either dating or we're not. Right. Because I feel like everyone has their own definition. Because so I was about to say, even dating, people define that differently. But And I just think it's too confusing. But I feel like the, it's the intent of how you guys spoke. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask your number because y'all are in the same math class and now y'all <laughs> chatting. He asked your number because he was interested. Even mm-hmm. if y'all went out once and y'all been texting, he is intriguing you in a non-platonic way. So mm-hmm. for you to act like, but we're just talking. It's like, but he's not talking to you because he wants to be your friend. Right. I think we got to have a level of discernment here. Like, come on. I, I think... <laughs> Sometimes it can be confusion where you may not really know, like, how's a person feel. But I do think a lot of times people do make it kind of clear with their intent. And we just choose to ignore it or to do what we want to do. I really mm-hmm. think that. I mean, we ain't 12. I'm, I'm, about, to be, I'm about to be 26. At a mm-hmm. certain point, you <laughs> know, when someone is intrigued in you mm-hmm. beyond a platonic nature. Mm-hmm. So I think it's almost like... You playing games, be like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, you did. You kind of <laughs> did. You maybe didn't want to admit it, but you totally knew that. He wasn't interested in being your buddy. Mm-hmm. We could, I mean, I'm just saying, do p- people use Tinder to really just find friends? There's so many, <laughs> there's so many other ways to do that, okay? I think some people do, but I agree. I don't think it's the best way to do it. I think it's a stretch. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you can't put it like that's not the environment. There's so many other ways to make friends, other ways to find new people to hang out with. I think, you know, Tinder, the base of that app is for. Well, I mean, I think Tinder used to be like a hookup app. Yeah. The base of it is not platonic friendship. <laughs> right. Even what is morphed into now, people get married off of Tinder. The yeah. base of it is not find your friend. That's right. not what it's for. Right, right. So that's what I'm just saying. It's like how you meet people right. in the intent. Like, right. And I feel like you can tell someone's intent. Right. Well, see, and I think that's the difficulty is that people really can't tell my intent. Because I am the same playful person with friends as I am with someone I'm interested in. <laughs> I'm not going to agree with that. You don't think so? I I think... I don't agree. (laughs) I I think... And maybe I'm in a different category, but I've always felt like you treated me differently. Even... Even... I feel like you treat me differently than your other friends. So, I mean... Well, I mean, I'm supposed to. You're my best friend. No, but not always in, like, the best way. What do you mean, then? Sometimes I feel like I get treated like crap. What? How? Like, I'm just like, sometimes I feel like 
you and I've said this before. You will boss up on me with a quickness because you're my best friend. In a way where I feel like you don't boss up on none of your other friends like this. <laughs> Why do I get yelled at? I literally feel like, and it is like the per- the person that's closest to you get all the hostility. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, um, would you direct that to somebody else? Why am I? It's because I feel comfortable that. with you. Oh my gosh, I have feelings too. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like sometimes I'd be like, oh, why am I being treated like the stepchild? I thought I was the best friend. Well, see, and that's the problem. The best, <laughs> not really. I really get treated the worst. That's a prime example of I, what I said is where I think maybe people really don't realize my intent because. While you perceive it that way, because perception is everything, I perceive it as I am that way with you because I am closer to you, so I can be more honest with you. So Where you can be meaner to me. I can be more honest with you. Meaner. <laughs> than I can be with other friends where, no, I'm not going to boss up on them. I'm not going to correct what? them because I don't care about them as much. So I don't care if they change. But I care Jeez. about you and your growth. So, yes, I'm going to be meaner. More, I'm not meaner to you. You see how she's about to yell at me? <laughs> you see that? Did y'all hear that? You see, she was about to do it just now. This is what, what I'm talking about. That? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's because we're closer. Oh, God. That I feel like I can give you more honesty than others. But that's why I think I don't think always my intention is clear. That's a prime example of that. Because you perceive it as me treating others better where I perceive it as the total opposite. So that's why I'm saying that when I'm just being nice and friendly to people, they could perceive it as one thing where it's like, oh, no, I was just being nice and joking with you, but I didn't really want to be with you. Okay. I'm just saying that's a prime example of how I see it the opposite. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree But with I'll that. yell at you less. I mean, do you? I'm just saying it's something I've noticed over the years. <laughs> okay. You treat me worse. No, I me. don't treat you worse. I'm just more honest with you. Why not be honest with all your friends? Because all of them don't deserve it. <laughs> Why? I don't... <laughs> Why are you yelling? Oh, my God. We're talking. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I guess if that works for you. <laughs> but if it doesn't work for you, then I'll stop. You gonna do it? You've been doing it for years. I don't suspect it'll stop, and uh, it's fine. Um, and I wasn't saying it to be like this is a thing. Like I'm, it's too late. It's already a thing. Like I'm butt hurt about it. It's but too it's late. just something I've noticed. I do think. You, I mean, when it comes to you and guys, like, I know you aren't, you feel like you're not being flirty. You feel like you're being friendly and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like the friendly level that you give to men and women are different. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. So then, but if you just genuinely, if it's a baseline, it'd be different if there's a baseline of friendliness. Mm-hmm. And then the guys could be like, oh, wow. And the guys are looking at you a certain way. And it's like, no, I'm really just this nice to everyone. But for you, there are clear differences. I'm not saying you're nicer to 
guys, mm-hmm. but there's a difference in the friendliness. Even in you, when you say, I'm just being nice and friendly to everyone, but it's like, there's a difference, and I think that's what makes men in particular think you may be, like, interested, because your mm-hmm. friend level, friend friendliness, goodness baseline isn't, like, even for all. Like, mine's is even. I don't like anybody. So, <laughs> mine's is totally, like, you know what I mean? There's no difference. There's really not. I'm, like... <laughs> People either say I'm cold as ice or I'm, well, or a combination of the two. I'm mm-hmm. quiet and cold. Mm-hmm. It's just even girl or guy. It literally does not change. But And I think that's part of the reason because like up on this, the most female friends I ever had in my life. But up until now, we always had mostly guy friends. Um, and so I think now is the most times that I've had more female friends. So I don't know if that's part of it. It's just that I maybe I was always more friendly with guys, even though I didn't want them. No, no, no. And I agree yeah, you didn't. <laughs> and I do agree with that. It's not like you were, like, doing that to get them. I, right. Yeah, I'm not saying that either. But, I mean, I get that. I think we totally went off the topic of self We did. In relationships. <laughs> we did, but it's okay. But just to bring it back home, because <laughs> I've recently been through a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll say in the moment, I did not realize it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I was like, you're kind of like doing the most for no reason. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's something to um, being aware of your behavior and taking stock of what you do. Yeah. That can help you to come out of it. Also, I think it helps if you have a friend that'd be like like me. It doesn't I don't I'm not quite under to question your thinking to mm-hmm. make you like think about it more so that you'd be like, "Okay, maybe this is me." Cuz sometimes, like I said, for mine, mine is fear-based and sometimes even self-sabotage can just not even be in romantic relationships. It could just be in life. Oh yeah. You know, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Because of fear, or you've been hurt in the past, or uh-huh. you've dealt with or things comfortability in the past, or where you at. you're comfortable in a certain place, and yeah. doing this new thing is going to put you in a new place that's unfamiliar, right? And that could be work, that could be friendship, right. and romantic, you know, relationships. So you kind of put boundaries and boulders in the role so that it doesn't, you don't really have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I do, right? Right. And sometimes I know I'm doing it, and sometimes I don't realize I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's helpful to have a person, an accountability partner in life, period, that could call you out on your crap. And you actually listen to them, because you have to be receptive to it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, if you're not receptive, then it's pointless. But I think a way to cure self-sabotage mm-hmm. is to really get to the foundation of why something is making you so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And... Like, mine's is fear-based, mm-hmm. but for others, it could be something else. It could be, excuse me, triggering of a past... Trauma. Trauma. Yeah. Um, it could be... Complacency on where you're at. Right. I know mine's is fear-based, because mm-hmm. I'm scared. Relationships, like, I'm scared it won't work out, or I'm mm-hmm. scared I'm going to get attached to the person and it doesn't work out. Right. Because in the past, you know that. And that's everyone, but I know mine's, that's the... Or if it's like professional or something like that, it's a feel of failure. I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And so I want everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So that could be it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mine is typically fear-based. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to... 
I don't think I have any examples of me doing it, so I can't even say what it would be based in for me. Well, I guess maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe don't self-sabotage in mm. relationships. Then I'm sure there are other things you that don't help a relationship. Well, yeah. But <laughs> it may just not be self-sabotage. Right, I got other issues. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think at one point in time, I'm sure everyone has done it, and even in small ways. You, yeah, it may be just not realized. Right, you may be being distant with someone. Yeah, yeah. Or like... Pumping the brakes, going real slow. Not because you literally, not because they're doing anything wrong, but because you like them too much. Right. Like, that's a very well, small way. Well, I guess way. that's an example of something that I've done. That's a small way of Yeah, because like, yo, <laughs> I think there's been multiple times where it's like, I'll talk to a guy for like a year, but then it's like, people are like, well, what are you? Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not putting the pressure to figure out what we are because it's just like... I'm kind of comfortable with where we are, but also, I guess, don't want to rock the boat. So, um, it's a little bit of fear. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're fear-based a little like mm-hmm. me. Yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so, guys, you have any examples of how you self-sabotaged or tactics that you do to make sure, like, that you're not self-sabotaging? Let us know in the comments. Uh, you know, pay attention to our question every week. If you have any questions, suggestions, email us goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Or topics. Or topic suggestions, email us as well. If you would like to become a sponsor, email us and we'll let you know the process on how to become a sponsor. Um, and as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.